the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, I hope you made it to work today. If you work in uh, North Columbus, I could understand why you'd be late. It was uh, it was a challenge. If you had uh, two seventy or the twenty three two seventy interchange or twenty three North or South from Delaware in your plans, uh, your plans were uh, definitely interrupted and delayed. A fatal accident this morning. At the intersection of Lazelle Road and US 23 involving a car and a semi. And that semi is still, let's see, this would be four and a half hours plus since the accident. uh, Still blocking the southbound lanes of 23 at Lazelle Road. The semi is off the side of the road, but the trailer of the semi is in the road. And there are lots of Columbus police on the scene. But about, I'm going to say, quarter to eight this morning, it started to get really dicey on 270, and it got worse as the rush hour progressed. So, unfortunately, a juvenile female uh, lost her life in this crash. Her mother was taken to Riverside Hospital. We do not have names. We do not know how the accident occurred uh, or who was at fault. But Columbus police are still on the scene. There is now... Uh, Finally, I'm looking at a traffic camera. There is now a flatbed uh, trailer on the scene. It looks like it's going to take most definitely the car away. There's not a record the size that would be needed to tow the semi away, and they're going to need a heavy-duty record to get that semi out of here because it is not drivable. So, uh, yeah, you got to see parts of the city you don't normally see on your way to work today. Yesterday, welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show, by the way, Tuesday edition. Yesterday afternoon, if you were downtown, I-70 East, I-71 interchange, you were likely delayed, inconvenienced, and late as well. Uh, Not because of an accident, but because of an incident, the worst kind of incident, a gunfire incident. I-70 East, around 2.30 on Monday, two lanes were closed. Somebody was shot. And this is like the second time in a week this has happened. A guy in a car with a 29-year-old woman and a 3-year-old girl. They closed I-70 East between 670 and 315 for two hours. Finally reopened about 440. Second time in a week, I said, they've closed interstates near downtown. The last one, last Tuesday afternoon, because two knuckleheads were shooting at each other. That started on the northeast side and then migrated to downtown. So it's just another indication of how unsafe Columbus is becoming. A friend texted me yesterday and said, you know, I used to not think anything about driving on the interstates around Columbus. Now you have to be certain or you have to be careful, at least aware of what kind of neighborhoods are you driving in when you're on an interstate highway? Uh, Another testament. Yet another testament 
to the stewardship of our city by a Democratic mayoral administration, a Democratic city council, Democratic law director, Democratic prosecutor, Democratic inspector general, Democratic police chief, on and on and on. Columbus City Schools run by Democrats, and they have announced six semifinalists to take over the schools that are among the worst performing in the state, even though they are the most uh, well-funded in the state. Uh, Superintendent Talisa Dixon announced in December that she would be retiring at the end of the current academic year, so they've come up with a half a dozen finalists. And let's see how good you are at anticipating what the field of candidates looks like for the next Columbus Schools superintendent. Six semifinalists. And I will confess, there is one more white male in the running than I anticipated. But he's quite the guy. His name is Thomas Ahart from Des Moines, Iowa. Now, the uh, resume of Mr. Ahart that has been released to the local news media uh, makes it sound like he's a phenomenal candidate. I mean, alphabetical order, he's listed first. And he headed the Des Moines, Iowa school system. And it was said to be one of the most diverse in Iowa. Yeah, I don't know how diverse that is, but that's what they're saying. Let's read the paragraph together and then we'll get to what's not in it. Dr. Thomas Ahart is a public education veteran, having served in multiple roles over the span of his 33 years as a public educator. He completed his undergraduate degree in Colorado, taught there, returned to his native Iowa, been out of the classroom for 11 years. He was a high school language arts teacher. He served as a school improvement consultant. Oh, boy. Curriculum director, human resources director, principal associate superintendent. And he recently completed his 10th year as superintendent of Des Moines Public Schools. Yeah, but he didn't complete his contract. Because I did a little digging on Mr. Ahart, and he resigned out of the blue in the middle of 2022, just up and resigned. And he has been paid to do essentially nothing for the last year, even though he resigned with a year left on his contract. I find that to be odd. How much left on his contract, Bruce? Uh, Well, he got paid $306,000. By the way, he was told that he was not going to be extended at the end of his deal. He was not going to be extended. And then he resigned. And so they agreed to pay him anyway. $306,000 plus $84,000 in payments to his annuity and retirement. Plus his monthly cell phone bill allowance of $100, plus his monthly car stipend of $500. I knew I should have gone into public education. What a disastrous decision I made years ago not to go into public school administration. So he's been, I'm sure, consulting his little head off for the last year, and uh, given the fact that he has somehow, with that suspicious parting from 
Des Moines Public Schools wound up on the list of the six finalists for Columbus City Schools superintendent. I don't think any of us should be optimistic that Columbus City Schools is going to reform and suddenly start soaring in its reading comprehension ability or in its math scores or anything else where it is well below, well below state averages and in the bottom half, if not quarter, of the state. The other candidates, uh, Jermaine Dawson, black male, chief academic and accountability officer for Birmingham City Schools, Stephanie Jones, black female, chief of diverse learner supports and services for Chicago public schools. Oh my, she'll fit right in. Brian McDonald, black male, superintendent of Pasadena Unified School District in California. He, like most people in California, are desperate to get out of that hellhole. Brought to you by Gavin Newsom. And Eric Thomas, educational consultant, black male, educational consultant and former Cincinnati Public Schools educator. Uh, the board vice president, Christina Vera, said the candidates are, quote, interested in Columbus as a community and as a district, and as a paycheck, I might add. So they are supposed to start interviewing the candidates today, and they are supposed to have it down to a select few and hold their final interviews by May the 15th. So there you go. Not much surprising in all of that. Now, yesterday in Arkansas, of all places, Arkansas, Hunter Biden was in court, the president's son. I am continually amazed at the Biden family, which has an untold and bottomless supply of money, courtesy of... China, Ukraine, whoever, that the legal jeopardy in which Hunter Biden finds himself is of his own creation with this stripper and the grandchild that has already been proven to be his by a paternity test. All he needs to do is pay this woman enough money to shut her up and make her go away. All they need to do is acknowledge the existence of this child, which is his, But there is this streak in the Bidens of intractable hubris. It is evident whenever Joe Biden says things like, I'm not joking, or you don't want to, you don't dare bleep with a Biden, or anything like that. They have this intractable streak of hubris where all they have to do is write this woman a check and make her happy. What, am I supposed to believe they have a degree of principle that the 20 grand Hunter is paying her is not enough? They could pay her 200 grand. They could pay her a million a month. They could pay her anything. It is kind of funny that Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan district attorney, is trying to uh, fabricate charges against Trump for paying hush money. And the whole Biden crime family empire may uh, unravel because they won't pay it. All right, so I'm looking at traffic cameras of the area at Lazelle and North High, U.S. Route 23, where the semi, tractor trailer, and a car were involved in a fatal accident this morning at 635. And they now have kind of moved the trailer some 
And it looks like they're getting ready to uh, get it out of there with a wrecker, but it is not yet open. So if you're stuck in traffic and you're trying to get anywhere near where I am, just north of 23 and 270, uh, it's going to be a stretch for you. going to be a stretch for you. You can come over to Lazelle and weave your way through shopping centers and get south of the accident. So if you're coming down from Delaware and you want to head over that be east on Orange Road, uh, wind your way to back to Lazelle, come down South Old State, uh, you can maybe find your way here. But uh, it will not be easy. Uh, nor has it been easy to get people to understand in your major metropolitan school districts that they are campaigning against their primary constituents when they oppose school choice. There is an effort in the state of Ohio to expand school choice. It does not have the uh, full-throated support of the Republican supermajority in the General Assembly. It's kind of tepid support. They want to do a little bit of an expansion of school choice so that they'll keep getting elected, and they can say, look what we did for school choice. But then there are places around the country like Arizona and Iowa and Florida where they have true unfettered school choice. We do not have a governor in the state of Ohio who is a leader. We have a governor who intends to hide in his mansion on his retirement tour and hope that he doesn't have to answer questions. I mean, has anybody heard from Mike DeWine since he went on Hugh Hewitt about a month and a half ago, and Hugh blistered him on not expanding school choice enough? I think Mike has been cowering uh, under the covers with a warm plate of Franz cookies ever since. At any rate, the problem that they have in Columbus City Schools, Cincinnati Public Schools, Cleveland City Schools, is that they oppose what the parents of the students in their districts want. I have used before the waiting list at KIPP, a charter school on the east side, 2,000 students trying to get into KIPP who can't get into KIPP unless they win the lottery. Charter schools, you don't pay tuition, but you have to get lucky and be selected to get in. They have all the things that private schools have. They have dedicated teachers. They have uniforms. They have discipline. They have expectations. They have accountability. That's why their schools perform better. That's why their parents want their kids in those schools. Well, here's and and they always say, "Oh, the inner city parents they don't want they don't want their kids to go to these elite private schools. They they want to support the city. There's so much tradition with Marion Franklin and and Lyndon McKinley and all these places, and they Mifflin, and they just don't want." Charter school options, and they don't want private school educational choice. Lies. All lies. Proven by a recent poll from Morning Consult on behalf of Ed Choice, which, okay, Ed Choice is like, well, let's find out. Let's find out if minority parents want it or not. They surveyed 1,300 black parents of school-age children. And what did they find out? 79% of black parents supported vouchers. 74% supported charter schools, and 78% supported open enrollment. So if you lived in a neighborhood, your neighborhood school was no good, you could go to another school in another neighborhood. Three in four black parents, more than that actually, 78% support education savings accounts. 
How does an education savings account work? Well, in, in Arizona, whatever the amount of money is that your district allocates to your public school per student, you as the parent can get your hands on 90% of that to then fund an education alternative, a choice, private school, whatever, homeschool, whatever, tutoring, whatever. See, it gives power to the parents. Here is a quote from Vita Bratton, an African-American wife, mother of two. African-Americans want the best for our children like anyone else. We want parents to have a choice. But again, school choice in Ohio is not just opposed by the leadership of Columbus Public Schools, Cincinnati Public Schools, Dayton Public Schools, Cleveland Public Schools. They are suing. They are suing to stop education choice in the state of Ohio. Now, there's a bill in the Senate in the state of Ohio that is attracting a ton of attention. And you know that this is a good bill because of the people who oppose it. (laughs) The same people oppose Senate Bill 83 as opposed school choice in Ohio, the teachers unions. And the reason they hate it is because if Senate Bill 83 passes, one of the things that Senate Bill 83 would do is it would eliminate required diversity, equity, and inclusion training at the college level. Whoa. A lot of people at Ohio State going to be out of a job. Remember, I showed you that list before of Ohio State spends like what, 30 million bucks on an astronomical number of DEI people. They have multiple DEI people in every department over there. Remember when I read you the <laughs> the the nonsensical course descriptions about colonization and this, that? It's all through everything they do. At Ohio State. And it's the same at Michigan. It's the same at any state school anywhere, except maybe Florida, where they're rooting it out. Well, they had a hearing yesterday on Senate Bill 83. It lasted seven hours. Why did it last seven hours? Because the colleges have marshaled the forces against this bill. Again, you can tell how good a bill is by the number of people and the kind of people who oppose it, the organizations that oppose it. If the unions are against it, if the LGBTQ people are against it, then it's probably a bill that does one of two things. It serves the interests of normal, sane people, or it takes a chunk out of the funding that floats all these radical agendas that are attacking the institutions that have made our country great. So we're going to dig into... Some of the testimony, oh, they had like 100 students opposing this yesterday. That's why it took seven hours. And I know you'll be shocked. I know you'll be shocked. The dispatch reprinted testimony from some of the students who testified. And it was only the ones who were against it who got their testimony published. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The 
explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.